Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work. Good afternoon and welcome to Engage for Success Radio show 352, How Does Digital Transformation Power Employee Engagement? And today we're going to be talking about just that. I'm Jo Dobbs, your host for today. I'm an engagement consultant working within the Engage for Success core team. The Engage for Success movement is an inclusive movement committed to the idea that there is a better way to work by releasing more of the capability and potential of people at work. We spread the word about employee engagement and shine a light on good practice, inspiring people and workplaces to thrive. Ooh, workplaces to thrive. And we're widely supported across the UK, involving the public, private and third sectors. If you go to our website, engageforsuccess.org, you can use the link at the bottom of the page to join our newsletter list. And all our social media links are there too. My guest today is Jessica Rowe, who's Head of Digital and Cultural Transformation at Diagmed Healthcare Limited. And uh, well, welcome for joining me, Jessica. I'm now worried I said your company name wrong after we had a conversation about that just now. <laughs> no, no, you got it spot on. And uh, thank you for having me, Joe. <laughs> Lovely. So, so I'm getting myself paranoid now. So um, start by telling me a bit about the company and about what you do. Of course. So um, I work for Diagnostic Healthcare. Uh, we are a, a medical device company um, work, working uh, throughout the NHS. Uh, we deliver kind of uh, endos- endoscopic and GI um, medical devices uh, throughout the industry. And I head up our, um, as you just said, our digital and uh, uh, cultural transformation efforts. So I'm responsible for all of the kind of um, lead all kind of the brand, digital marketing, comms efforts, um, and then work quite closely uh, with one of the other directors and uh, in, in kind of transforming all the culture across the business. And yeah, uh, that's me. <laughs> so before we go any further, I think that's a really interesting uh, sort of combination of, of responsibilities in, in one role. How did that come about? Yeah. So we are quite a, a lean company, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I started off, um, I actually started off doing uh, graphic design work and uh, the brand, so I, I've developed kind of um, the Diagmed brand over the years that I have been there. And then through my work with uh, brand kind of development and stuff, it's led to all of the digital work. I've always had a fascination and a passion for uh, the digital element and how that links in with kind of um, the employee engagement and the culture and well-being of people uh, within the organization so it just amalgamated into um, this role really which encompasses um, these elements of obviously digital is kind of at the heart of heart of those things really in, in the company so um, it's a good platform to to have other elements um, come into play as well so mm-hmm. and so let's talk a bit about how digital is helping us to be engaged in organizations and connected and you know certainly that's been tested <laughs> in recent months um it so, has indeed <laughs> so let's talk a bit about it in sort of general terms and then we'll talk a bit more about um how things more recently have, have um, been impacted so how can we use digital to to keep people engaged and connected within an organization? Um, I think digital is um, great for kind of encouraging collaborative working. 
um, in this day and age, um, digital age that we're in, uh, flexible and virtual work is obviously a huge thing. Um, and the fact that people can kind of work in a routine that works for them, we personally have found that people are far happier um, and more motivated and, and even more productive when they've got a kind of sense of control in the day with flexible working. Um, and there are so many kind of um, digital platforms um, and methods out there now that kind of aid with that kind of collaboration um, and again, mm-hmm. promoting the flexible working um, that it's just basically, it, it, it works in harmony, I think quite well. Um, mm-hmm. The information is there as and when you need it and how you need it. Um, and yeah, I think it can also help um, in terms of, we do a lot of, uh, when looking at kind of employee engagement and stuff, peer-to-peer recognition, um linkedin uh obviously uh, got a uh, linkedin kudos um really really good uh, platform that we utilize um that there's so many um ways that you can uh, platforms and apps and uh methods that you can utilize by by harnessing the power of uh, power of digital um mm-hmm. at the moment out there it's it's yeah it's 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 mm-hmm. it's just good good i suppose for um yeah the, the working together <laughs> So what what do you use within your organisation? How how do you um, keep people connected? And I, and I don't know if there's a, a before the sort of COVID situation sort of answer and, and a now now yeah. that's happened answer. I don't know what if things have changed, but so, so yeah, tell us a bit more we, about the structure. Of course, yeah. So uh, we we currently use um, just Microsoft Teams uh, standard, obviously uh, platform. But it but it has um, we had it prior, uh, sorry, uh, previous to, uh, to COVID. But it, we didn't use it anywhere near as much. And now, obviously, um, when COVID has hit, we're actually the whole uh, company is working remotely. So it has been uh, quite a vital vital tool in that sense um the other things that we are so i'm currently uh, trying to uh, implement a new crm um so when we have got that in place there's elements within that is it salesforce that we're looking at and they've got um a sort of apps within that salesforce chatter um which can basically it can encourage kind of um cross collaboration across projects but in more of a kind of rather than having to go through a huge email chain or or kind of mm-hmm. a sort of a slow slow communication really everything is there to be harnessed at one time everything is kind of if you need a supporting document or or whatever it might be it it's there to basically um at your fingertips mm-hmm. whatever, whenever whatever time of day you mm-hmm. need it really um but yeah teams is the is the main one at the moment for us um it's definitely a piece of work that i'm wanting to do more in terms of what we can implement far more to make things more efficient and, and better really mm. and what was your situation before and, and after the, the sort of covid change have you got people that are working from home that weren't before and have you had to sort of change how you set things up yeah, definitely. So we we do have a um, a sales team that are out in the out in the field. Um, so obviously for them it's it's not really too different. But we do have a main head office which we have actually shut. Uh, we did shut a good few months ago now, um, and we did have some uh, reluctancy at first with people obviously a bit apprehensive, never having worked from home. Obviously, it, it is a different, completely different environment and brings about a whole realm of challenges um if if people haven't haven't done that before um so we've worked with those to overcome that 
overcome them. Um, but in all in all, the response has actually been really, really positive um, to the point where people are like, no, we don't want to come back to the office now. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just just adapting and working with so we, our offices are still shut at the moment and we are still just completely, completely remote. Mm-hmm. And did you find that you, that you had sort of specific sort of training and instruction that you needed to, to sort of um, implement as a result of the change in working environment that you, that people hadn't, Definitely. you know, they hadn't developed some of those skills already? Definitely, yeah. Um, and I think kind of um, across kind of different generations, um, there, there were different kind of um um, not not pushback, should we say, but um, other people were a lot more kind of familiar and comfortable with certain technologies and stuff. And it's just with uh, obviously the training's been put in place and working with those people to make them comfortable. And at the end of the day, they are they're, they're pretty simple to work in this day and age because of, the, of the, the the means that you, that you need them for really. But there's so many kind of uh, supporting. Um, documents videos whatever it might be um out there to actually help um help the people that were that were struggling but we've we've just we've just basically monitored it and we don't have apps it's we don't have thousands and thousands of people uh working for us we're quite lucky in that sense that we we were able to invest the time needed in in, in the people more so that needed it and just that constant kind of communication um and just making sure that they were happy had everything in place we had a few kind of stumbling blocks as, as we started uh, just from a IT infrastructure and stuff like that but um, mm. nothing that wasn't overcome quite quickly um, so yeah everybody was pretty happy in the end <laughs> yeah we've just been having a conversation in the, the core team let's engage success about uh, the whole concept of working out loud which I've been um, I'd say banging on about for, <laughs> for a long time but um, this weekend yeah. read a number of uh, articles um, about Sort of different ways of of doing that, and and I'd be interested in how that's working for you. In that, you know, when you're in an office and people can hear conversations and you can jump in and and you know you can have I don't know huddles of people. But some of that stuff yeah. of working collaboratively works quite naturally. But when you're all in different places at the end of a computer or a phone, sometimes it's hard to know what's sort of happening that you can get involved in because you don't always see it have you implemented anything particularly around that using the technology that you have yeah i would say um we in 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 principle really we are having far more uh meetings if you would call them and um, than what we would right. have norm in normal day-to-day base uh normal day-to-day mm-hmm. times um sort of pre-covid but uh, what we are doing is the meetings are tend to be uh, shorter and tend to be more kind of structured and we're actually as 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 bad as it, it sounds we're actually being far more productive um and the obviously with covid has created a whole realm of different challenges that that um any business obviously is, is going to come with a slight shock to um but mm. in 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 general um I think there is still uh, the place for that in terms of collaboration. Um, 
but I do, I do think it has worked very, very well for us. And what we have done is because we are quite an open and transparent organisation, we have just had everybody and anybody that either wants to be involved in the calls or needs to be involved in the calls on, on them. So there's been people that wouldn't always necessarily be involved in certain projects where we just opened it out to the wider team. Um, and especially with COVID, some of the, the, the team members have been, been furloughed um, as well. So that, that has brought up a different realm of challenges. Mm. But um, but the, for the members of, team members that are still left in the organisation, um, I think it's kind of created this, this spur to kind of want to help with different projects. So it's just, uh, it, it's just a much more open, people get involved in a lot more um, and we are having more meetings, but better, better results, uh, more productivity mm. really. Mm. Have you sort of filled that that sort of social gap as well in in that you know we talk a lot about how you know you don't have the opportunity to sort of have the sort of coffee break chats or the water cooler moments have you found a way yeah. to encourage that um we have been doing across the company uh sort of things um just kind of team quizzes um and and just kind of fun um like mini celebrations and stuff like that really and, and just trying to kind of trying to find a nice mix between um sort of the business day-to-day needs and the current kind of work and also that kind of that that well-being element that's kind of still keeping people connected and and keeping that team morale going and just kind of harnessing making sure that those relationships don't um don't kind of die off the wrong word but uh, mm-hmm. but, but yeah just doing a lot of activity so it's not it's not a nice mix of uh, trying to keep the place fun um, and, and keep that going while still delivering what we need to deliver. Mm-hmm. And how do you think we're going to develop? I mean, we, you know, we've said quite a lot that this has been working whilst um, in a crisis as opposed to, uh, you know, it, it wasn't a sort of planned scenario where everybody changed to a new way of working because that's what, you know, everyone decided they were going to do. We've had to do it because we had no choice. And whilst that's been going on, there's yeah. been all the pressures of homeschooling and, you know, the stresses and Definitely, whatever else, yeah. and, as you say, furloughing, all that sort of stuff too. How do you think things are going to sort of pan out moving forward in terms of how you're working, but also what the sort of digital utilisation will be in the future? Um, I think kind of um, with the kind of digital advancements and the technology and stuff that's coming, I think kind of standard office nine till five will almost become um, redundant. Um, I think it will encourage different ways of uh, engagement with colleagues. But I I think um, especially in terms of an office environment, um i th- i think it will need to be need to change and be kind of reinvented dramatically to keep in line with kind of the new digital age so it won't just be um there for that standard function it'll be really kind of um uh, thinking about what purpose um is needed from that space because in in this day and age especially with covid when uh, times are so tough from a financial standpoint if those overheads aren't utilized their full potential um it's it's madness really um but there's so much that you kind of can do in this day and age so it's it's whether these spaces become do they become complete training spaces do they become personal spaces there's a lot um what i'm quite um interested in in terms of 
the um, office on demand or smart spaces that are there for when employees kind of need them. So whether that's a, a meeting or a training session, the spaces um, deliver like a range of a range of needs. Uh, sorry, a range of uses um, to different colleagues and even to external customers. Um, so it, it's it's considering every kind of touch point, both internal colleagues and customers and then external um, as well so I think there's there's definitely definitely going to be a shift especially with kind of the needs to be suited to be kind of engaging all employees who work across a variety of geographical locations time zones and even kind of digital platforms really that there is going to I think there may be a shift towards that standard kind of office nine to five but having to basically um having to basically reinvent itself to kind of keep keep in line with with what's happening because i think covid will accelerate this reinvention really in terms of the, the technology and stuff is there um but i do think especially in in the nhs we've seen it's been quite interesting actually it's quite a um I don't want to say um, traditional uh, industry with some of the methods when how we sell into the NHS and stuff like that, but it's kind of forcing them to to kind of get up to times with with sort of digital, um, and mm. I think that that it's, it's going to do the same ac- across all kind of business really. Um, so it's yeah. interesting times anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you talk about um, the sort of change to the, the sort of utilisation of, of the office space. When you think about sort of many organisations tried to implement the concept of hot desking and sort of reduce the um, the footage of, of, you know, office space available to save money or to not, you know, not get more offices because they had more staff joining and, and wanted people to sort of hot desk. And mm-hmm. some of the issues around that were, you know, people having been used to be at the same desk for a period of time and, you know, built their little cubicle of, you know, funny pictures yeah, and definitely. You know, their stuff home. of their family. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and, and actually that, that change of getting people to move and not have a sort of specific desk was really hard for a lot of people. And of course, now they don't yeah. have that because it got taken away from them. I suppose bringing them back yeah. in, as you say, to a new space is comparatively easier, you know, aside from all the traumas um, of COVID, you know, outside of, yeah. you know, generally sort of thing. The, the idea of saying mm-hmm. we're going to start afresh, you know, who, who would have thought that that was ever going to be, you know, an option? I know, it, it really, really is crazy times but I think it's I think it's really as much horrific experience that has happened but it, mm-hmm. it kind of does give the time to to stop and kind of just think right we have this what's the mm-hmm. best usage for that and that and that is with with the employees completely at the center of that focus um as, as well as the overall general business so it's what works well for for one person and what one person needs may be completely different to what another person needs but you, if you can redesign that entire space to be what works for your organization and your employees as a whole so whether that is um God, I don't know, um, in terms of breakout areas. It's, it's not hot desking, but it's creating different kind of subsections of your office or of your space that you have. Um, mm. And again, as we're saying with about digital and about it kind of moving away from the nine-to-five workplace, who says that, that that's 
space only has to be open from nine to five. It could be open 24 hours a day that if somebody's having, um, just needs to get, still doing work at, I don't know, four o'clock in the morning, they can't sleep, want to go up and do some work, that, that they have that space that, that's there for them that doesn't have mm-hmm. to be just go and sit at your desk and sit at your, you have you could have your morning coffee station. You could have whatever works basically for those needs of all of your employees. And mm-hmm. I think by addressing that, and it helps with well-being, with with culture. It's it's less of a a strict um, you must do this at this time. That kind of not not old school thinking, but in terms of um, employee engagement and happiness. And I think if you give them that freedom based on trust as well um but in terms of productivity and everything that they do and just general happiness in in the workplace it's such an important thing to get at the end of the day if you have people that are happy and want to work for your company that they will give more um and because they have a vested interest in if you work for a great company you want to see that company do well um and i think by creating these spaces that work on so many different levels um, I think it it is going to become more of the norm uh, rather than mm. just having ten regimented uh, computers all angled yeah. a certain way, all having the same <laughs> space that you just go and live in your little your little corner. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. So you, you mentioned sort of potential um, sort of not potential differences of, of, of sort of acceptance and take up of, of the technology and the sort of working from home thing. Um, amongst different um, generations and I guess sort of individuals anyway have you got a sense for people's perspective on the future you know have you got sort of half the workforce desperate to get back into the office and the other half happily doing what they're doing or, or is it very much individual yeah, it, which, yeah. It, it, it is individual to be honest but really surprisingly um, the people who we thought might want to come back to the office quicker are the ones that are like, no, I, I want to stay at home. Like, I'm loving this. I'm loving getting up, doing my work from 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. I get so much done. And just kind of they're, they're using their day the way that they want to use their day. They have that freedom, mm. that flexibility. And you're not yeah. kind of, you're not tied down to, oh, God, I need to book this doctor's appointment, but I can't mm. in terms of old old how you'd have to take time and do whatever. They can work their day entirely around what works for them. Um, and at the end of the day, we're, we're not, we're, as a company, we're not bothered about kind of inputs. You have to work 12 hours every two days or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. It's all about outputs and about making sure that people are happy and that they're, they're just basically enjoying their time working for the company, but that, yeah. that we're also getting the outputs that we need. Um, so yeah, it, it is actually quite surprising. A lot, a lot of a lot of the guys are are very happy with the way that we are currently working, which is mm. quite surprising, actually. <laughs> yeah, and and were you sort of open to that before, or, or is it very much this situation that's that's caused that? And I just think about you know my husband's working from home now and and didn't before, and he's very much still nine to five, and I don't know whether the company yeah in, you know expects that or or whether it's his own expectation. Did did you? Yeah. Did you have to do something to change that, or is that how you sort of worked already on performance and outputs rather than sort of presentation, yeah, no, as it, it were? It, yeah, it's definitely something that the company is very, very keen on. Um, and we did, we were, we'd had flexible working. Um, right. I frequently work from home myself prior to this as well, but it's just kind of, it's created that what we had 
slightly kind of happening it's it just brought it completely to the to the forefront but the the great thing about kind of as long as long as you do have the kind of um technology and to, to support that if somebody does want to work still kind of their regimented nine till five they can absolutely still still do that um mm. i know working from home does have its own challenges like you said with with kind of childcare. um sort of space can some, can be an issue and mm. it is that intrusion sometimes of your your kind of your home is your haven and kind of mixing the the, the two and we've put a lot of uh, work into helping um helping with the guys and sending loads of stuff out and just working with them to make sure that they've got spaces that they're happy with and that that everything's everything's there and sorted to, to make it as the best it can be for them um and at the end of the day people do still want to work nine till five and have their break at ten forty-five, mm-hmm. lunch at 12 then mm-hmm. they can absolutely still do that it's just completely what works for the person so you you kind yeah. of hit in all bases but hitting the people that yeah. want to work from four till till two or four till one and get everything done mm-hmm. in the morning and have their afternoon to themselves it's just yeah, yeah. brilliant and do you think that digital um can ever replace face-to-face because at the moment it's having to um what obviously you've yeah. got plans for partly opening the office um, what are your thoughts about if it could actually replace it full, you know, full time, if you like? I think there's definitely a part to play for both methods um, and it's just the way that, that you use them. I think businesses will need to be kind of clever and think about their method of communication, the results that they kind of wish to get, really. Um, I think human face-to-face contact is is, is definitely, definitely um, a very, very, still very powerful uh, medium to use. And w- with the digital age, it has kind of fundamentally changed the nature and the function of business communication. Um, so it, it is just businesses do need to, to kind of think more so than they would have done before about what is the right method. Um, mm-hmm. But again, as we said about with, with office space and things like that, I think it's about thinking of what the purpose is um, and what type of arena they want to use for that purpose. But I, I do think I, I, my digital is kind of my, my fashion, so apologies if I do keep bringing it back to that. <laughs> but um, with some of the stuff that is happening with 5G and kind of these advances that are happening with basically virtual reality becoming kind of viable so companies are able to kind of explore more immersive media formats like like va and vr and ar and stuff like that there are things that are going to kind of come into the forefront you could still have your face-to-face we say board meeting on a on a a, like management meeting on a a monday morning or your if you were all doing like um a a project or collaborating agile methods and stuff like that you could still do all that but say if you had uh, a vr headset on so it felt like you were still in the room the same way um Mm -hmm. but you're actually still at home in your comfort and i think things like that are going to start becoming more and more i'm not talking about next next year or anything like that in in the future yeah 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 the the technology's there and yeah yeah, and I'm only laughing, not not because I don't think it, it'll happen, and it, uh, I imagine it'll be quite soon. I'm just imagining some scenarios of them forgetting that they're on virtual reality, thinking they're in the room, oh, <laughs> and <laughs> some of the repercussions of yeah. that. Yeah, I know. Imagine. Uh, oh, dear me. But, uh, so, yeah, well, a different reality, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're just coming to the last couple of minutes of the show. Have you, have you got a top tip for 
enabling sort of digital engagement within an organization i mean it's unfair to give you two minutes to say it but <laughs> try go for it <laughs> um i i just think as i said before it's kind of thinking about the purpose um of what you want to achieve um through uh, through delivery from the business or through uh, employee engagement and just really kind of rather than kind of going down the same route of all oh, this is what we've always done or, or what have you it, it, it's thinking about this there's so much technology out there at the moment that you, that, that you can harness at your fin- fingertips um mm-hmm. and it, i think just kind of thinking about the blend and the mix of of how you can do that and what's the best way in terms of efficiencies but also having that cultural that in, employee engagement that that having having your employee at the forefront of your mind really um yeah. as to what is the best best mix really um yeah there's there's so much cool stuff out there yeah just wish we could utilize more of it really (laughs) yeah well as you say thinking very much about that sort of individual experience yeah definitely one person is Mm -hmm. as important as um as the whole business really so it's it's all those bits put together that that make a company what it is um Mm. so yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you, Jessica. It's been great talking to you today. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for your time. So just to let you know, next week Joe Moffat will be back and she's talking to Lisa Pantelli, who's head of content and community at Simply Communicate, and Mark Wright, who's the founder of Simply Communicate, and they're talking about how consumer trends are impacting employee behaviours. So Joe will be with you next week. Engage for Success Radio. Raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.